Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. So I don't know if you're anything like me, but when I buy something new, I try to figure out how to put it together or make it work without looking at the instructions because instructions just make my mind all jumbled and I have a hard time following them. Even if there's pictures, I just would rather try to figure things out without instructions. But that honestly is a lot of times what we do with our life. We try to figure it out and make it work without looking at instructions or seeking wisdom from other people. And that is unfortunate because God has given us an amazing tool to use to help us through life, to help us make wise decisions, to help us know how to handle different situations and circumstances. And that tool is the Word of God. And so we're going to talk about the Word of God today. We're going to talk about what it has to say about life and wisdom and just the richness that is found within the words in scripture. So we're going to talk about that today. I'm super excited. So thanks for tuning in and here we go. So I want to start right off the bat with what I believe about the word of God, since that's what we're going to be talking about today. I believe that the word of God, the Bible is God's inerrant word, that it is God breathed and God and Holy Spirit inspired, God inspired, and that it is true that every word in it is true. And I don't believe that the Bible is irrelevant for today. I know that is a common belief among a lot of people that the Bible is outdated, that the Bible doesn't really have a place in our lives in today's culture. And I do not believe that at all. I believe the Bible has a lot to say about our culture today and it has its place. It's it's super relevant and super important for today. I believe the Bible is um, useful for teaching and rebuking and correcting and training in righteousness, just like it says. I believe that every word in it is inspired by God, like I said. And so I just want to start right off the bat with that because I think that's important when we're digging into the word because it can be easy to kind of take and leave scriptures as they fit to our lives or as we feel comfortable with them. I know I have talked to people who have been like, yeah, I mean, I believe God's word, but like not all of it. Like there's some pretty crazy stuff in there. And I totally agree. There's a lot of stuff that is completely supernatural and completely just out of, just doesn't make sense, um, in our human minds. Like how could this have happened or why would God do that or what led him to do this or whatever. And I just think it's important to adjust our lives to the word of God rather than adjust the word of God to our lives, which is a lot of times what people want to do. They can kind of treat the word of God almost like a buffet where it's like, I'll take what I like and I'll leave the stuff I don't like. But I believe that God's word in its entirety is truth. And so I just want to start off with 
sharing that and I'm super excited to dig into the word today because I believe that it has the power to transform and change our lives because I know it's changed mine. So I am excited to dig into the word. The B-I-B-L-E-S, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. So if you grew up in church at all, or even didn't, you've probably heard that song. And I love it because it's true, it's catchy, and it's good. The Bible is the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God. So we are going to get into the word today. We're talking about instruction and talking about wisdom and the word of God. And so if you have your Bible, you can pause this and grab it real quick. And if you don't, that is fine too, because I have my Bible and we are going to get into the word of God. So you may hear me flipping back and forth here because I'm doing that. So I have, um, a pink study Bible. It's called the Woman's Study Bible, second edition. I have New King James Version, and I love this. There's a lot of cool um, little teachings throughout it, like the one I'm on right now. It has teaching on marriage, and um, there's the names of Jesus, and there's one on bitterness. There's just all sorts of different topics, and um, yeah, it's taught from the Word of God, so it's awesome. So, First, we're going to look at Hebrews 4.12. Let me flip there. I was looking at some of the different teachings in here to show you in case you're looking for a good study Bible. All right, so Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. So I love that saying the word of God is living and active. It's sharp. So if you are familiar with the armor of God that is talked about in um, Galatians 5, I believe, or is it Ephesians? I always mix those two up. I believe it's Galatians. Let me look here. might be Ephesians. One of them has the fruits of the spirit and the other one has the armor. And sometimes I mix them up. But anyway... It's Ephesians. I just found it. It's in Ephesians 6, 10. It talks about the armor of God and wearing the armor of God and what he's given us to have victory against the enemy and to stand against the wiles of the enemy. So in that armor, one piece that God gives us is the sword. And the sword is the word of God. And so super powerful tool to have just to know the truth and to use it for your victory. Now we're going to look at 2 Timothy, New Testament. I should have told you that with Hebrews is in the New Testament as well. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So there's a lot in there about what it, what the Bible is useful for, what scripture is good for. It's good for teaching and rebuking and correcting and training in righteousness. That's the version I have memorized is the way I just said it. Um, that's the NIV. And 
God gives us that so that we can be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So right there, if you ever feel like God's calling you to do something or step out in something and you feel like I'm not equipped and I'm not qualified, get in the word of God. Because right here it says that the word of God equips us for every good work. So anything he calls us to do, he's equipping us for it. So now we're going to go to Psalms. So if you shut your Bible and open up smack dab to the middle, you're going to find Psalms because it's right in the middle of the Bible. And we are going to look at chapter 119. We're going to look at a few in Psalms. But the first one we're going to look at is Psalms 119, 105. And I am flipping there right now. All right. 119, 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And I love this. It's a verse that has been, like I've heard it a million times times. And I love it because when we're looking for direction in life, when we're not sure where to go or what step to take, it's saying the word is our lamp. It's our light. It gives us direction and shows us where to go. So I love that verse. No matter how many times I hear it, it's so good. And then we're going to look at 119, 130. It says the entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. So I love that because right there it just cuts a lie right in half because so many times maybe we feel like I can't get in the Word of God because I haven't ever been to seminary or I haven't been to Bible school or I don't feel like I'm smart enough, like I didn't even graduate college. How can I get in the Word of God? Um, because it's there's so much. It's such a big book and there's so much that's hard to understand. And it says right here, he gives understanding to the simple that means you don't have to be a Bible scholar. You don't have to be a high school or college graduate. Like all of those accolades go right out the window because they don't matter when it comes to just sitting in front of the word of God and saying, Holy Spirit, show me the truth in your word. Show me what it means. And so I love that. And we're going to look at Psalms 33, 4. So flip back a little bit. I love Psalms. Psalms is the longest book in the Bible, if you did not know that. Psalms 33, 4. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is done in truth. So just another verse talking about how good God's word is. All right, now we're going to go to Proverbs, which is the book right after Psalms. Proverbs is the book of wisdom. Love Proverbs. So Proverbs 2, 6. I went a little too far. All right, Proverbs 2, 6 says, For the Lord gives wisdom, and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. So he wants to give us wisdom. He wants to give us knowledge and understanding. And, hey, that's found in the word and by seeking him in prayer and knowing him and having an intimate relationship with him. And then flip over one chapter. We're going to look at Proverbs 4, 5. We're getting in the word a lot today because it's so good. I love God's word. So Proverbs 4, 5 says, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. So it's like, it's saying get wisdom with an exclamation point. Get understanding with an exclamation point. Like I could just circle this like a million times in my Bible because it's it's just an urgency to get wisdom, to get understanding. And God desires for us to have those things. He wants us to walk in wisdom, to walk in understanding. And let's see what else I have here. I have a few 
verses in Matthew. So that's the first book in the New Testament. The first out of the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So we're going to look at Matthew 4, 4 first. I love the gospel books. So if you've not gotten in the gospel books, or even if you haven't in a while, I encourage you to. These are the life accounts of Jesus. And so we can know all about his life from his birth to his death and resurrection. And it's just good stuff because the word of God is so good. All right. So Matthew 4, 4 says, but he answered and said, it is not written or sorry, it is written Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So that's saying like he's in the wilderness and Satan is tempting him and like trying to tell him, hey, command these stones to become bread. And he's like, listen, like we don't just live on bread. I don't just need food, physical food. I need spiritual food. And that is the word of God. And so that's why it's so important to be in the word of God, like, daily. I know people like are like, is it better to be in the word in the morning or at night? And I'm like, I'm like, uh, both, because if, if you can, if you can fit that in, even if it's just a little bit of time, like we always make sure that our natural body is fed and full and taken care of. We need to make sure we're doing that with our spiritual body too. And so in the morning, like maybe if you don't have a lot of time, throw on the Bible app and let it read to you while you're getting ready. I do that a lot. Or if you're driving, instead of listening to music once in a while, just put the Bible on and let it read to you. Um, There's so many ways if you're a super busy person, trust me, I am. There are so many ways that you can take time to just get in the word of God. And not starve your spirit man because your spirit man needs more than one light snack on a Sunday, okay? And I love this. Jesus himself said that. So every we live on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That is our spiritual food. That's what keeps us satisfied. Okay, now we're going to look at Matthew 7.24. I guess that's the last one I have. So Matthew 7.24. All right. It says, therefore, whoever hears these teachings of mine, this is Jesus talking again, whoever hears these teachings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And I'm going to keep going because this is good. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. I love this because that's like symbolic of just storms that happen in life because stuff happens like life happens, whether you're a believer or you're not stuff, stuff happens and trials come and tribulations come and bad things happen. And I love this because it's like, if your foundation is on the rock, on the rock of Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter what comes into your life. You're still going to stand. Your house is not going to fall because you're founded on the rock. And so I just want to encourage you to build your house on the rock to trust in him, no matter whether you're in a really good season or you're going through a really hard time, to trust him and to trust his word. And even in moments where you don't feel like getting in the word or maybe it's because your life is so good, you're like, I don't really need anything. I don't need anything else. My life is just going great. Get in the word anyway. If you feel like super dry, like I've gone through those seasons where I feel super dry and like I don't feel like I'm hearing God's voice as much and I don't feel like pressing in. I just want to encourage you, 
press in anyway, get in the word because this is life to you. And what can you draw on when you need those, those words of wisdom, that wisdom that comes from God, like when you're in situations, I promise you that if you are getting in the word and you are just learning the word, you're memorizing scriptures, you're just reading it, even reading it out loud, I think is so powerful. Um, if you're doing that, you're going to find yourself in situations where the word of God, that's when it comes alive. That's when it's like a rhema word. It's like when I, I need it like right now because I know what the word of God has to say about this situation. And, and, um, like maybe you have a situation where you're getting super hot headed and, and something's really frustrating you and you can just go to the word of God and you can just, claim different scriptures over yourself, like be slow to anger, like take a step back and, and just recite verses over yourself. That's when you pull that sword out and you use it. But the thing is, is your sword is not going to be very sharp if you're not sharpening it. It's like, if you have a knife, like I used to work at the hardware store and we always had a knife sharpener up at the counter and, um, people would come in and they would bring their knives in and they'd sharpen them while it kept their knives sharp obviously. So that is what we have to do with the word of God. Like our spiritual sword is staying sharp by getting in the word and allowing that to, to sharpen our knives so that we have it for the battle when we need it. So that is all I have for today. Thank you so much for getting in the word with me. I love getting in the word. I love sharing the word with people. So this is definitely a blessing to me. So I'm going to go ahead and close out this podcast in prayer. Father God, I just thank you for the listeners on this podcast. God, I pray that every person who tunes in to hear this episode, God, that you increase their hunger for your word, God. That is something that I can pray all day, every day, because it's so important that we know your word, God, that our foundation is built on you. It's built on your word, God. You, Jesus, you are the word. Lord, I just thank you for what you're doing in our lives. I thank you that you take us from glory to glory. God, I thank you that you want to have an intimate relationship with us. God, I thank you that you desire that intimacy with us, Lord, and we want to know you. We want to open our word and get into it and understand what you're saying, God. I thank you that you have written this down and that you have given us access to it. God, I thank you that we won't take it for granted. God, I'm believing that we will wake up in the morning and that we'll desire your word. And throughout the day, we'll want to hear your word. And before we go to bed, we'll want to get into the word again, God, because it's never, it's never enough, Lord. There's always more to learn, God. We could read the same scripture a hundred times in our lives, Lord, and it just always has something fresh to say. I thank you that your word is living and active. I thank you that you are faithful to perform what your word says, God, and I just praise you for who you are, God, in Jesus' name. Amen.